You're listening to the Josh Paul Podcast. Connect with Josh on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or by visiting joshpaul.org. Now, here's Josh. Hi, I'm Josh Paul. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This is going to be great, man. God's Word, it never returns void. And He is so good. He always has, He seems to have an on-time word right in season. And the Bible says an on-time word spoken at the right time is like gold, man. It is. It's going to be good today. Go on and turn your Bible over to Matthew 13. That's where we're going to be today. I want to read you some parables that Jesus uh, taught. And this is good stuff. We're just going to go right into it. So grab your Bibles, Matthew 13, and uh, says, <clears throat> On the same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea, and great multitudes were gathered together with him, so that he got into a boat and sat. And the whole mul- multitude stood on the shore. Then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went to sow. Now, that's what I want to talk to you today about, sowing. And uh, don't get nervous. I'm not getting ready to take up an offering. I want to encourage you today about sowing in other areas. But listen to this. It says, Behold, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell by stony places, and uh, they did not have much earth. So they immediately sprang up, but because they had no depth of earth. Um, but when the sun was up and they were scorched, because they had no root, they withered away. Some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. And others fell on good ground. And listen to this. It yielded a crop of what? Some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him here, I want to flip down to this because uh, I think this has a lot to do with the ears to hear part. Um, over here in 15, it says, um, no, 14, it says, And in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will hear and shall not understand, and seeing you shall see and not perceive. For the hearts of the people have what? They've grown dull. It doesn't sound like this hour. The hearts of the people have grown dull in this hour, but not us, Christian man, not us. God is lighting a fire. It says, Their ears have been hard of hearing, and their eyes have been closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so that I should heal them. So what is it saying? It's not too late to turn. It's not too late to give your life to Christ. It's not too late to turn it around today. And um, I believe that God, uh, here's the thing. Everything God does is in seed form. And if you've watched my show for any amount of time, we talk about this all the time. You know, you can go into an apple orchard, pick up an apple, and you can see a whole apple orchard inside of an apple. All those seeds planted over and multiplied and multiplied and multiplied. You just see, then eventually you'll see a whole uh, orchard come forth. God, he, he set this whole thing up in seed form. Everything. You look at life. You look at, uh, you look at gardens. You look at, uh, and what does it say? Whatever a man sows, that and that only shall he reap. And so we're going to be talking about that today because I want you to reap goodness. I want you to reap joy. I want you to reap uh, a harvest of, you know, not just financial stuff. I, we talk about that stuff all the time, but I want you to reap a harvest of, um, you know, just the goodness of the Lord. So we go out every day and you know what I do in the mornings? I, I wake up and I fall on my knees before the Lord. I say, Lord, what are you doing today? I just want to be a part of that and show me somebody that I 
can bless. And I believe God loves that so much when we go out and we try to be a blessing to His people. Because here's one thing I've learned for sure. And just being a part of this warehouse and everything God's doing here at Anchorage, you cannot outgive God. You can't do it. You Man, you can give away every single thing you own, which the Bible actually kind of says to do. Well, that's a whole other story, though. You could give away every single thing you own, and man, God would restore it to you. What does it say? Anything you give up in this life for my sake, I'll restore it to you a hundred times. Man, God is a restorer. He is a blesser, man, and He is the one that can get the things to you. But I want you, because here's what the Bible says. It says, I came to give you life, and what? Life more abundantly. And He's not just talking about money. Man, we we do all these blessing scriptures, and we do all this, and, and that's important. Don't get me wrong. Money is very important. We, we got to pay our bills. we got to buy food, and we got to do all these things. But we can't get hung up on the money side of it, because what does the Bible say? It says, the love... The love of money, it's the love of greed, the love of things, the love of all this stuff, the love of mean, uh, of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And so we seek you first, the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. Then all these things that he knows we need anyway, they're added unto us. So we go back over here to the parable of the sower and we got to see what kind of ground are we sowing into? What kind of attitude do you have in your heart when you're sowing? I think that has a lot to do with it. I think that, um, you know, God loves a cheerful giver. And um, <laughs> sometimes we give out a begrudgingly or we, we, we don't want to let things go. But what I have learned, especially through this ministry, was we got to become a river. We got to become people who just let things flow to us. Then it flows through us. And the more God can flow through you, the more he'll send to you. I have learned that so long in my life. Man, it's amazing what God can do in a life that just says, Lord, everything I have is yours. Are you prepared to say that today? Can you just say it with me? Just say, Lord, everything, and I mean everything, my heart, mind, body, soul, strength, my emotions, my will, my bank account, my family, everything, my car, everything I have is yours, Lord. Use it. And if you want me to get rid of all today, I'll do it. But not my will, but your will be done. We can sow into these things and we can watch God move. Man, this is good. We're going to be back right after this. Get inspired. Order Josh Paul's newest book entitled Closer to the Father. It's a daily prayer devotional and fasting journal. Each day you'll be guided through a prayer that will grow your faith and deepen your relationship with God. You'll receive daily motivation to be your best as you journey deeper into prayer. God loves when you pray bold prayers. Get your copy by visiting joshpaul.org or call 1-800-722-8714. Order now. You're just 21 days away from a closer walk with the Father. We are back and today we're talking about the parables of Jesus and they are powerful because if we have ears to hear, and I believe you do, and if we have ears to hear, uh, eyes to see and ears to hear. And I believe you do today. And uh, we're over here in Matthew 13, and um, we're talking about the parable of the sower. And um, this is it, down here in 18, it, it kind of this is where Jesus explains it. He says, Therefore, the parable of the sower, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what is sown in his heart. And how often does that happen? Man, we'll get pumped up in church. We'll get a good word from God. We'll be just, man, we'll be on seventh heaven riding down the road on the way home, and then we get home and we 
we get uh, the phone call or we get our spouse is mad at us or our kids isn't something crazy and we just forget everything we learned at church we forgot the prophecy we got we you know all that stuff and we just it's stolen away from us because the enemy came and he changed our mind about a few things we've got to be protective my friend you've got to guard your gates and what i mean is you got to guard your eyes you got to guard your ears you got to guard your heart man of god woman of god you got to guard yourself of what you're getting put in you because the devil is raging like a roaring lion seeking those who he can devour and he is trying his best especially in this hour he has not slowed down he has sped up but let me tell you child of god the kingdom of god has gotten louder it has sped up as well and i'm not quitting and uh you know what god is still in control of this thing he is good and he has got you in the palm of his hand but the key is we've got to watch we've got to have ears to hear have eyes to see so we don't let this getting stolen from it. I'm going to go over here real fast because I like this. I made some notes here um, because this is so, so, so good. Um, this is the parable of the wheat and the tares. I'm just going to read this down in 24. It says, another parable he put forth saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in a field. But while the man slept, his enemy came and sowed the tares among the wheat and went his way. And when the grain had sprouted and the produce cropped, then the tares also appeared. So what's it saying? The good crop was it, it came up with the bad crop. And then it says, So the servants of the owner came into him and said, Sir, did you not sow good seed into your field? And then how does it have tares? He said to them, An enemy has done this. Have you ever thought that you've sown good stuff, and, but you seem to be reaping a harvest of something that you know you didn't plant? Man, how many times has the enemy came and did this but let me tell you do not be discouraged today because the good has to be grown up with the bad sometimes listen to this the bible says that the rain falls on the just and the unjust sometimes we got to let these things grow up together but god let god sort it out in the end he is the master sorter he is the master restorer he is the one that has the master plan. You got to trust him. You got to put all your trust in him because he's got a direction for you and he's changing hearts over here. He's changing minds over here. And I know there's a lot going on in your situation today. I know that you've got a lot on your mind. I know there's a lot on your plate right now. I know that. I get it because it's me too. Me too. I get it. I understand. But trust me when I say this, that God is working everything, all things, all things, all things out for your good. So get that weight off of your heart and out of your mind. God wants to let you just rest back in. Just like this chair is holding me right now, God just wants to hold you. He just wants you to be able to lay back in Him and rest and feel His goodness and feel His love and feel His support. He is supporting you. He's holding you up. Man, He will never let us down. And so we got to learn that, you know, sometimes when we sow and we sow with good intentions, some bad comes up with it, but God sorts it out in the end. And let me tell you this, God has the last word. I've read the end of the book, and I know that we come out victorious. You are a victor in the name of Jesus. He has a good plan for you, my friend. You can trust in that today. You can absolutely trust God. He is good. He's so good. Because listen to this. One more parable. It says, And another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. And I love this one. This is, we talk about this one all the time. Which a man took and sowed into a field, which is indeed the least of all the seeds. But... 
Somebody say, but. But when it is grown, it is greater than the herbs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and nest in the branches. I always say it like this, man. I want to plant seeds so that it springs up and other people are able to get a blessing off of it. It's enough for me and enough for the birds to come make their house too. Enough for somebody else to come make their house too. I want it, man. I, can, I, I just believe his word and I've seen it. And I know that he is true. And I know that if you're willing to trust him, if you're willing to put everything in him, and so with a good heart and with a good attitude, God will do this for you. I've got one more, the parable of the leaven. And another parable, he spoke to them, the kingdom of heaven is like leaven which woman took and hid in three measures of meal, and it was all leaven. And what does it say in the Bible? It says, a little leaven leavens the whole lump. And it can be in a, neg in a negative way, but what if we thought about it this way? What about a little bit of uh, joy can make the whole place joyous? When you show up and you show kindness, maybe it'll start spreading. Come on, Christian, it's time to shine. This is your time to shine in the name of Jesus. It's time to go out in a dark world and be the light for Christ that you were called to be. Oh, man, this is good. We're going to be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Josh Paul Podcast. More coming up in just a moment. Connect with Josh on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or by visiting joshpaul.org. To find out more about Appalachian missions or to sponsor an Appalachian child, visit anchorridge.org. Now, here's Josh. All right, my friend, we are back. And uh, I want to read you this prayer. This is out of a book I've wrote. This is called Closer to the Father. And you get a copy of it at joshpaul.org. But I want to read this to you because there's so much going on in the world today. There's so much fear on the loose. And Satan is trying to spread fear like wildfire. But I'm combating that in the name of Jesus. If you are dealing with fear or anxiety or depression or um, anything that's trying to come against you today in that realm, I'm going to break that off of you today. We're going to pray a prayer. We're going to break that off of you because that is not yours, child of God. The Bible says 365 times, it says, fear not. One for every day of the year. I know we've heard it over and over, but man, it's time we get it down in us. It's time to remember it every day when you wake up. Fear not. God is with me. He'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. He won't walk out on me. He has a good plan for my life, Jeremiah 29, 11 says. So over in 2 Timothy 1, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I love that power. Power, love, and a sound mind. Pray this with me right now. It says, Father, thank you. Thank you for believing me, even when it's hard for me to believe in myself. I pray that you would help me to abandon my old ways of thinking, the ones that would hold me back from completely surrendering to your will and your purpose for my life. I ask for forgiveness for every time I let fear operate over faith. I ask for strength to be able to stand up and be strong, knowing that even though I may feel fear, I do not have to bow to it. I bow only to you. Everything must bow to you, even fear. I lay my life in your hands, and I place my future, my plans, my thoughts about what should be and what could be in your control. My desire to honor and please you so is to please you. So whatever that looks like or wherever that may take me, that is what I choose. Lord, fill me daily with your power and your love. When I go out in public, I want to be dripping with the presence of God. I want people to feel your love everywhere I go. I want people to feel hope when I walk into the room, not because I'm there, 
but because Your Spirit is inside me. Help me to be reminded daily, moment by moment, that You are always with me and that I'm never alone. I have no reason to be anxious when I have the Maker of the oceans and the mountains living inside me. I have nothing to fear. Fear is only a lie to make me believe that You are unable to do what You said You would do in my life. So help me to cast down every vain imagination that tries to exalt itself above the knowledge of You. Nothing will be exalted higher in my life than Your name and Your will. Help me to draw closer to You, You, um, you daily. I love You, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. And the, the thought for the day is uh, being courageous doesn't mean I won't feel fear. It means I will keep going even when I do feel, feel, even when I do feel it. I'm not led by my feelings. I'm led by the Spirit of God. And this is good. This has got a prayer for 21 days. Um, you know, um, I, back in 2010 even, uh, I, I tried this thing for 21 days. Is you can create a new habit in 21 days. And so I was smoking cigarettes back then, and I knew the Lord wanted me to stop. So I did a 21-day fast and a 21-day prayer. And um, that's what this was birthed out of. I've done it many times since then. I want you to call and get a copy. If you're trying to break an addiction, if you're trying to break free of something today, call the number at the bottom of the screen. Get this. It's 1-800-722-8714. This is going to change your life. These are bold prayers, ones that will have you on your knees before the Lord saying, Lord, I surrender all. I want you to have every single thing. Call and get this. This would make a perfect gift for somebody who you maybe is new to the faith or uh, somebody who you know is struggling. Just hand it to them and say, hey, I've been thinking about you and I think this book will help you. So uh, this is going to be, um, man, it's only $12. And so you can get a copy for you, a copy for a friend. Buy them up and give them out for Christmas presents, man. People will love them. Well, I hope this podcast is a blessing to you. Make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend who needs a blessing. Be sure to sign up for our email list too. We give away free gear and products and you'll be the first one to hear about the latest episodes and all the latest news. Till next time, pray big prayers and watch God move. Have a blessed day.